All right, welcome to the Luck and Foozers podcast. Today is January 3rd, 2021. Uh, my name is Stuart, and I've got my co-host here, Joseph. Well, hello. All right, awesome. So last week I promised that I would uh, get some sports statements for y'all, and I have them. They were, I actually got them in the past week or so and so they're actually in the description of the last podcast but i'm gonna announce them here now anyway so here we go quote Mm -hmm. the philadelphia eagles are sus okay this is related to nfl and i don't know really what it means but that's not the point of the of stewart's sports statements Uh, well the eagles are bad this season they're bad. They're, they're, does yeah, sus they're, they're mean performing. bad? Oh no, sus is just like because that's a, currently like a meme going on right now. Like, oh, this person is sus. It's just because of the Among Us. Yeah, yeah. The video game. Okay, so, it has nothing to do know, with like being suspicious that they're an imposter, though. No, it's, it's just saying they're sus because like they like they suck. I guess. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. Um. Quote. NFL red zone is nonstop action. Okay, so end quote. Yeah. Um, so this is maybe not actually a statement that you would say to somebody, I don't yeah. think. Uh, but you should know what it is, okay? Yeah. It's a NFL TV package to watch the NFL games. There's lots of games every Sunday, and you won't be able to watch them all. Like, there's like 14 games on Sundays. Like, you can't, you just physically can't do it. And so right. there's this TV package called NFL Red Zone, and every time a play is like about to be crazy or a touchdown is about to happen, they will switch to that game. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my understanding of it. They don't show actual full-length games, and so if you if you only care about like one team, NFL Red Zone is not the way to go. All right, here we go. Quote: The Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, New Orleans Saints, and Green Bay Packers are teams to watch. One of these is going to be Super Bowl champion. End quote. Okay, this again refers to the NFL. Um, This is currently week 17 of 17 of the NFL. And then after this, there are the playoffs, and then there's the Super Bowl. And so you could bring up one of those four teams and say that you think they're going to win, and you aren't going to sound like a crazy person. Yeah. All right. So next quote. Are the Clippers gonna have a meltdown again? End quote. This is related to the NBA. Apparently, the Clippers are an NBA team, and last yeah. year they made it to the playoffs and mm-hmm. they they melted down. They they choked. They choked. I guess. Yeah, yeah. They they threw it all away in a glorious explosion. Yeah, um, they were really good throughout the season. Um, yeah, but however, they just they couldn't perform once they got once they got there. All right. All right. Next one. Quote Can Kyrie and Kevin Durant coexist in Brooklyn? End quote. This is again an NBA quote, and it's related to a player named Kyrie Irving and another player named Kevin Durant. And they both went to the same team in Brooklyn. Is that mm-hmm. okay? So they both didn't play for that team, and now they both do. And can they coexist is the question that you can ask that guy at the bar that coworker, whatever and strike up a conversation 
that way. Yeah. All right. And 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 by the way, by Brooklyn, it's the the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, I was kind of confused. I didn't know like. Don't worry, I I didn't know either. I actually had to Google it. Oh, okay. So. Well, I was also confused as to like, do the other boroughs have teams or something? Like, why is it specifically Brooklyn? Yeah, but whatever. It's, it's that, that's the team there. That's why the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, the last quote: Where do you think James Harden will get traded to? A good fit on the 76ers? End quote. So this one kind of shows that you have some kind of prior knowledge about NBA. This is an NBA quote. Um, apparently some player named James Harden might get traded. And you're also going to ask a question like, oh, maybe he's a good fit on the 76ers, yeah. which is some other team. So... That's Stuart's sports statements for the week. Yeah, yeah. With these, hopefully you can, um, you know, bring these up in conversation. You know, maybe you'll get a good look with your boss or something. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, my father made me learn how to play tennis and golf when I was a child. And I said, I don't like these sports, Dad. And he said, it doesn't matter if you like them. Your boss might ask you one day to play one of these two sports. Yeah. And it's going to matter. And that's kind of how I feel about sports. Like, it doesn't really matter, but someone's going to care, and you're going to want them to like you. So, hopefully yep. I will have more statements next week. Um, But yeah, those are the statements for this week. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe one of these weeks, maybe we can bring on a guest who knows more. Yeah, um, that would I, be that would be a really I, good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I'm barely, um, I, I only watch like baseball and, a, you know, I know a little bit about NFL just cause I, I'm, I was trying to get into it a little bit. Um, but I mean, maybe I can, I can build to that point, but I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, so the next next thing is uh, MF Doom, right? Right. So on the 31st of December, 2020, um, MF rapper MF Doom's wife came out and, and shared the news with the world that he passed away on the 31st of October. Uh, now, they didn't give any reason you know how or like you know like why or what happened right? right um there are rumors but there's no point in going into those uh you know it just seems like uh like death related maybe to illness or natural causes um our mf doom so if if you know you don't know who he is which most people probably did not um he was kind of like the most popular underground rapper and underground seems kind of like I don't like saying someone's underground because it's um I think it just takes away uh he was just very popular with people who who are very into hip-hop very into um the genre 
uh, his most famous record is Mad Villainy, when he went under the alias Mad Villain. Um, it was a project with producer Mad Libs. Um, sorry, it was a project with producer Mad Lib, and they the the that project right there uh, is his best known work. Uh, have you had a chance to listen to it, Stuart? Yeah, I don't think... Can you list some of the songs on the album? Yeah, it would be songs like uh, Accordion. Oh, yeah, okay. I've, okay. When I when I think of MF Doom, I think Accordion, I think Figaro, and Doomsday. Okay, you probably think of All Caps as well. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, so those are his, you know pretty popular songs off the album. Uh, but the the album itself is very like ab- abstract, like jazzy um, kind of um, instrumentals. Like the the beats on there are jazzy. They 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 are kind of a little bit experimental. The time we definitely see more experimental stuff in in these times, the modern times. Um, a lot of weird noises, a lot of like kind of comic book stuff. Not not too much, right? But uh if if you're if you have any interest in the in the hip hop genre i would recommend you listen to mad villainy um you know you don't have to like it but i think it's a very fantastic album and it is it is uh uh his best work in my opinion and you know him being gone we you know we do lose out on um on that but uh yeah just Rest in peace. That's all. Yeah, rest in peace. So up next, we've got the Steam Awards. They've uh, concluded, and yeah, there have been there were several categories. Yep. Um, so I guess we could just start with the first one, Game of yeah, the so, Year. Yeah. So the first one, Game of the Year. Um, now it's, this is funny because, uh, the game of the year was Red Dead Redemption 2, which actually came out in 2018, but the reason why it, it, it qualified, you know, to be a nominee is because it came out on Steam in December of 2019. So, so that's why it, it, you know, was nominated for, for 2020. Um, my vote was for Hades. I think Hades is a fantastic game, and I might have talked about it before, right? I think um, on the last episode. Yeah, a little bit. You said it was like a roguelite, you know, and yeah, it, it's a roguelike, and it's the the art style is fantastic. The the the, uh, the lore is fantastic because it's you know Greek mythology. Um, it, like it looks great, sounds great. The voice acting is amazing. And it was my my game of the year, but Red Dead Redemption seems to have beat it out, and it is it is deserved. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two is a pretty fantastic game as well. Um, have you played either? I have not played either. I have seen gameplay of both. Yeah. I understand why Red Dead Redemption Two won. Yeah. Um. I think it's a game that probably appeals to a wider base of people, and that's why I think it. Because it ha- it's based on voting, right? And so because it appeals to a wider group of people, it just naturally got more votes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
What's interesting and to me is the Bowie. other three nominees. Uh, I don't Doom. know how two of those Fall Guys. Fall Guy. Okay, so the other three nominees are Doom Eternal, Fall Guys, and Death Stranding. Yeah. I would not have thought that Fall Guys or Death Stranding would have gotten <laughs> domin- uh, nominated for this. Yeah. Uh, Fall Guys. Fall Guys took the internet by the storm just like among us has recently yes it was the game going on everybody was playing it and i think everybody remembers that yes but Um, it was only it was like less than a month of like hype i feel like uh yeah it was probably i mean i would say maybe like a month yeah um but to call it game of the year because I mean, of like it's a one fantastic month? game from what I hear. I haven't played it. I'm not a kind of not I into have... battle royales. Yeah, um, that's but, true. I have not played it either. But I mean, the streams, you know, the content that came out of Fall Guys was was pretty awesome. That's true. Uh, if we were to vote for Game of the Year based on social impact, yeah, then Fall Guys would Guys. win for sure. Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Um. And in the next category, uh, VR Game of the Year. And now this is an interesting category, and it's funny because I saw a Twitter meme about this because the winner for the VR Game of the Year, according to Steam Awards, is Half-Life Alex, which is a game created by Valve who owns Steam. <laughs> right? So I think that's a little funny. Well, um, I mean, I don't, I don't think that they, like like did no. any shenanigans yeah no okay. there was no shenanigans this is like a community voted kind of thing so. yeah yeah this is what the community voted for but there's this meme where if if um there's a there's a photo of like i think the original is barack obama giving a medal uh to uh joe biden oh right the medal of vice president at the yeah, time yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah around his neck yeah, and then so it's like a meme of, of Gabe Newell giving a medal to himself, Gabe Newell. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I see. Um, yeah. That's so, funny. <laughs> but Half-Life Alex, um, so VR Game of the Year I think is an easy win. Just oh, because I completely how many agree. VR games are not even, there's not even like VR games that are AAA titles like Alex. I don't, you know, I think Alex might be the first like actual AAA like it's a it's a it's a half-life game in vr so yeah um, and they, they i played it they definitely did not uh hold any punches with this game it was great um i didn't fully get through it uh just because um it's vr um uh, i'll probably pick it up you know this year finish it but it was a fantastic game and I did play a couple of other VR games, none of which are nominated. I did play... So the nominations, Phasmophobia, which... I, have you played Phasmophobia? No, it's a horror game though, right? Yeah, it's a horror game. Let me just try that again. I'm never... A, I, hang on. I do not want to play a horror game in VR. You would have to pay me so much money to subject myself to that. That sounds so terrifying. Yeah, it's a it's a horror game on. Uh, you can either play through VR, or you can play like normally you would, on PC. Um, and then the other is the Room VR, which I haven't even heard of. I think that's also um, a horror game. Yeah, it sounds like it. Thief Simulator, which sounds pretty funny as a concept. 
Um, I haven't played that as well. But Star Wars Squadrons, I did hear was good, especially in VR. Um, oh, I wanna I wanna correct something. The Room is more of like a mystery investigation game. Ah, uh, okay, cool. You know, that might be fun. Just creating like, you know, just completing puzzles. I mean, yeah, VR. and like looking around with your actual head. As long as it's not scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing uh, I also want to say about Squadrons. So Star Wars Squadrons was a nomination for the VR game of the year. Yeah. But the reason, and it is kind of a AAA title, but the reason that I think it almost can't stand up to Alex is because it's not purely VR. You can play it not in VR. Yeah, you can play it not in VR. Um, and so I think, I think the other thing that makes Alex so deserving of this is because of its like revolutionary impact on the industry. Yeah. I really think that it it kind of like shows other developers like hey you can do a game in vr and be successful um like so stop being like scared of doing it or something like that because we haven't really seen anything like it yeah and 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 with you know like you said alex you can't play it without vr Um, yeah it's a true like to me that makes it literally you have to have vr to play it yeah so it's 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 interesting seeing that it's still successful despite you know not not uh being able to play it without a vr yeah that's the other thing is it requires a like actual financial gate to be passed before you can even play this game um because vr headsets are not inexpensive but yeah yeah uh all right well the next award here do you want to talk about that one sure it's the labor of love award which is kind of funny to me because what it's what it's an award for is a game that um that the devs the devs have continued to support and so it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a game that came out in 2020 it, what it means is that it's a game that wasn't just released and the developers took the money and then just let it sit there with bugs or something yeah. and let it die. Um, yeah. And so the nominations are, well, the winner was, was Counter-Strike Global Offensive, which is, again, a little funny because Valve owns it and Valve owns Steam and these are the Steam yeah. Awards. But uh, the other ones are Among Us, Terraria, the Witcher Three Wild Hunt, and No Man's Sky. Yeah, and you know what? These nominees, um, I think they were actually pretty fantastic nominees. I think. I, I agree. I, I think I think Terraria might have gotten shafted here, um, just because they've done so much content and the game is, is so old. I mean, two thousand eleven. Yeah. And and they've released so much content. I think there's been like, I think, two times or three times now where they said, okay, this one is the last one. We're trying to work on the new game, and then they come back and they, yeah, and they release yeah. an update to it. Yeah. Uh, and um, another one like, that I would want to talk about is No Man's Sky. Yeah. I think that, so No Man's Sky was originally a Kickstarter project several years ago, and it was a steaming pile of excrement okay this thing was so bad 
people were screaming at Kickstarter, screaming at the devs, saying they wanted their money back, blah, blah, blah. It was a terrible release. The game was trash. And they brought it back from, like, we should call these developers grave diggers because they dug this thing out of the grave, man. Yeah, they definitely... It's interesting how they went about it, too. Um, Because they, they did little communication with the outside world. You know, they just dug in and, and they they fixed their game you know they, they they it was bad on release they they shouldn't have released it they probably had to um you know it wasn't ready it wasn't ready Simple, you know that's simple uh simply it wasn't ready um and then they came back like you said and they just fixed the game they it's pretty gay uh pretty great game now um it still has mixed reviews but it's it's still like they did i think they 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 did their job they corrected the course um and it's probably something like we'll, that we'll be seeing with cyberpunk yeah um yeah yeah it's actually really the two games are are pretty comparable with like um you know features being cut and then bugs and no man's sky no Man's Sky is the model for Cyberpunk right now. That's that's what the Cyberpunk dev team should be looking at as a model is No Man's Sky. Yeah. Um the so the winner was Counter-Strike. Yeah. And they have been doing tons of updates. There was the New Dust 2 yeah. and that was like years ago. Uh then there was another New Dust 2. Um they added in various maps to the map pool such as like mirage right mirage wasn't always there overpass uh, yeah um just tons of stuff over over like a decade you know they just have been working on it um yeah they they definitely released you know like a one or two uh big updates a year um and counter strike itself is kind of it's interesting because, you know, normally as a game developer, you want to update things, you want to create new things for players, um, and you want to add like, new content. However, with Counter-Strike, it's very difficult because what you're looking for in a very competitive, um, like, eSports-centric game is not for, for, for this new content often, not for rules to be changing often. Um, so it's very hard and I think delicate balance that the devs have to kind of work in. And I think they're doing a great job. Um, there's definitely been some funky, you know, times. Um, for example, we can talk about a weapon release. The R8 oh my gosh. was very, that uh, it was, the community was very critical at the time and for good reasons. Um, they yeah. were critical what? of the CZ release too, but yeah. not nearly. Not not the R eight was the R eight was a revolver, and it was just kill. You could just blast somebody across the map. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. So that that messes up with the with the you know economics of the game. You know, it, it, people yeah. don't like that. I mean, it makes sense. Like you shouldn't have that type of weapon, right? Yeah, I completely when, agree. In the game balance, but, so to... it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, to kind of add one more thing to that is like 
another reason why you don't want constant changes or updates is because uh, you want there to be like a strategy that develops that the players come up with kind of like like a meta you know and if you keep changing the map or like fixing a spot because you you think it's a little overpowered or something then you don't give the players time to come up with a counter strat or something like that you know yeah. which is really where a, 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 an esports centric game would shine yeah and i mean you can see over the years um that the the scene has like the scene like the professional scene and the casual competitive scene have have uh, definitely evolved um just from the years of people playing it uh the the strategy has definitely evolved over time and it's interesting and that that kind of thing can only happen or or you know the devs are kind of limited in, in what they could do in terms of you know huge content relating things yeah uh one of the other nominees among us among us yeah I don't this was think... actually my personal vote really was for among us but it's too uh, it's too it's too new so like how can yeah uh well it was released in 2018 it was yeah it was released in 2018 it blew up this year oh my god i did not know that um so oh, this wow. game these these guys these these guys are a really small crew yeah it's like two guys I, I, right and I like, might be underselling that by when I say really small crew. Yeah, I it's, think yeah. It's it literally yeah. Like, I remember hearing an interview like one guy does the art and the other guy does like the gameplay or something. Yeah, and and like these these folks, um, they they worked on the game, you know, and it was it was not successful. Like this game was not successful. Like uh, I'm sure, not compared today at all. You know at all. Like I'm sure maybe. It, you know it was fine but they kept working on it they had it they have a good concept and and they finally got got their due they finally this game blew up and it's fantastic uh i don't play it every day you know i don't i don't have an itch for among us but i i do recognize that it's a great game yeah i i don't play it every day um but i have played it and when i have played it it's freaking fun and mm-hmm. these two guys absolutely deserve everything. Yeah, and then you know it's on mobile, so that's crazy. Like my sister played, you know, my sister talking about playing it. She prefers playing it on mobile. Yeah, the, the um, cross platform is like is kind of the future. I mean, Genshin Impact is also cross platform, and um, I think even Call of Duty Warzone might be. But basically, why not make a game cross platform? Right. You know. And I, I hope that there is more of that because then I can play with more people. The next one is the Better with Friends Award. Um, and this one's interesting because it looks like Fall Guys. So Fall Guys get their due here as well. They they won this award. Um, but it's funny because this award, I mean, I can feel, I feel like other games can come on here as well. Um, because, I mean... I guess, I guess these are for co-op games. Yeah. But I feel like you can play a lot of games with friends. You know, like Among Us is could be this game. Oh, it could be yeah. on there. But yeah. I guess because this is co-op, you know, you work together as a team. Uh, Fall Guys wins. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't disagree. I voted for Border- Borderlands Three. 
because I had the most co-op fun with that game. Okay. Um, have you played any of the other games? No, I haven't. No, I heard Sea of Thieves was Sea of Thieves was good. I haven't played that. Deep Rock Galactic is okay. Risk of Rain is okay. Yeah, um, I haven't played any of them. Yeah, so you know, if if you're looking for a game, uh, you can play with your friends. Uh, apparently, Fall Guys is a game, so I want to take a look at that. I think we can go to the next award then. The next award is the Most Innovative Gameplay Award, and the winner is Death Stranding. The other nominees are Control, Super Liminal, Noita, and Teardown. So Death Stranding is a Hideo Kojima game yeah. that did that got very mixed reviews at release. And when yeah. I when I say mixed, I mean either ones or tens. Like nobody seemed to be in the middle. Uh, nobody thought like, oh yeah, it's a decent game. They either thought it was like revolutionary or they thought it was terrible. Um, people likened it to a quote walking simulator. Um, yeah. And I would I would say that if if you're trying to look for innovative gameplay, then then that fits the bill. Um, you, have you played? I have stream? not played it. I've watched a lot of streams though. Okay. Um, I have, and then I've also watched. I think I've watched you play Super Liminal. I've yeah, also Super watched Liminal, you play Teardown. Teardown <laughs> is fantastic. Super Super Liminal is fantastic. The only game I haven't heard of was is Noida. Yeah. Um, I've heard of Noida. I did watch it a little bit, but I, I don't remember. Um. Yeah. But. Teardown was my vote. Um I mostly because Death Stranding, I never really got into it. I just I saw that it received mixed results and I'm like, oh okay, well, maybe this one's a miss. Um, but maybe that just me and maybe I should check it out. Because it I seems mean, to be in innovative. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Apparently it won. Yeah, um, so I watched you play Super Liminal, and that yes. game is super trippy. Super Liminal is fantastic um it's very short but there's like bonus content where you can do challenges and probably stretch out your your dollar your you know your value yeah um if you got, uh, if anyone in here listening has played the witness mm-hmm. i would say that super liminal is similar yeah not it's the trippy, same but similar super liminal is a like trippy perspective changing puzzle game yeah um it is i would consider it a walking simulator as well yeah uh, yeah but you know in a good way you yeah know? no it, it it tries to it tries to like i mean you'll just have to watch a stream or something it does some very interesting perspective shenanigans yeah and yeah so i mean i recommend it i, I bought it recently um yesterday and i played it and i beat it and it was it was fantastic um control i played it on the playstation um so i I do have a little bit experience with that game it's okay um it it kind of reminds me of a i bought it i played it uh, i've played it for eight and a half hours okay uh that's pretty much how long it took to beat it 
to be the story. Uh, I did play a little bit of the sandbox after it just, you know, you go in there, you go to a location. There's, oh, there's a lot of locations. There's like um, a, a dam, which is cool. And then there's a, like a mansion, like a property with like a car dealership. It's pretty interesting. And there's a factory one. It's, it's, it's a lot of locations and then you can replay it back. You can, there's definitely a lot of replayability. Uh, it is early access, so we might see more content come um, soon. Uh, but I definitely would say that this feels like a complete game. And I, this isn't one of those titles where I think you would have to worry, you know, oh, it's early access. Like, is it done? I was just about it's, to say, you're telling yeah. me this game is an early access and it feels like a complete game. Yeah, it, it feels like a complete package. Wow. That is... That's good. Yeah, Teardown is pretty pretty good. All right, there are several more awards, and we're going to break this up. So we will see you guys next time. Thank you for yeah. listening. I Thanks appreciate it. The aesthetic is very, like, X-Files-ish, like old-timey FBI um, kind of, like, aesthetic. Um, the, all the technology is, is from like the eighties. Um, and it, it's that type of, of, uh, like mind hunters on Netflix, that kind of aesthetic of, of that time. Um, but it's freaky. Uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, what's the word am I? Hold on. What's the word I'm, I'm thinking of? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking like super natural. Yeah, supernatural. Okay. Okay. Start. So it's it's, so control is a to supernatural uh eighties aesthetic like 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 X Files or. Or um, if you watch Mindhunters on Netflix, it's that type of like, like uh, aesthetic of like office. Um, the game itself is a third-person shooter, and then you have like abilities, and you're pretty much fighting like the supernatural. It's it's pretty cool. Um, I don't, you know, I probably wouldn't vote it for like most innovative gameplay. Uh, Teardown. Oh, have you heard of Control? No, I haven't. No, yeah, it's it's okay. It's a decent game. Um, I I mean I would recommend it if you just want to play something new. Uh, Teardown is a physics game. Um, and pretty much it's it's kind of like a sandbox with a story. Um, because the sand like the story is kind of like I feel thought after. Um, it's fun. I mean, it's a funny story. It's not, it's nothing serious. Um, but the game itself is pretty great. You can drive cars around. You can, you can see pieces of, of, of like the car fall off, like the middle. Um, you know, you can, you can steal, you're stealing like some of the missions are like stealing, uh, art from galleries and you steal cars and it's a physics game. So you have to, um, like break into the building, you know, you have like a, like a torch that you can break or make uh, holes with and 
Um, there's a lot of, there's even like heavy machinery that you can use to break things down or carry things. Um, and it's pretty fun. Um, it's pretty fun. And, and actually I would recommend that if you're into physics ish games, uh, even if you're not actually, because I'm not into very much physics games. Like I, I, I'm not, you know, I don't play a lot of sandbox games either. But this game, I, I actually saw a streamer play it, and I'm like, hey, this looks kind of fun. I bought it. I played it. Uh, let's see how long I played it for. 